welcome to Widow Too Soon. This is your host with the most, Mark Massaro. I am here with my friend and co-host, Michelle bader Ebersole. Michelle, what is the good word? Well, What's I, going down? I can't believe we're almost done with 2023. I know. It's crazy. Like I know. We are, when we're recording, it's currently December 30th, 2023. When you guys hear us, you're in 2024. Crazy. Whoa. You're from the yeah. future. You're listening, yeah, in the future. So anyways, it's been a, a crazy time, like with Christmas and all kinds of stuff going on. Let's see. Let's start with the good stuff. We um, had our first Christmas together, well, first married Christmas, which actually was our first Christmas together because we've been like not together on Christmas ever because he was with his family and with mine. So that was really good. Um, he's like, I've never watched so many Christmas movies in my life because it's like <laughs> all we, like we watch so many. The kids are like we have to do this one, we have to do this one, we have to do this one, and it was fun because we've seen them a million times, but he hadn't seen a lot of them. So that was kind of fun. Him laughing at movies and. And then he was like, I've never watched so many Hallmark movies because <laughs> I would in the bedroom, I'd have him constantly playing and he, he would get into them sometimes. Most of the time he'd be like, I'm going to sleep. I know what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Tina said that the other day. She was like, they're all pretty much the same theme. They are. <laughs> and you know, Luke used to always say that too. He'd be like, same, um, different cover, same story. I can tell you what's going to happen. <laughs> and a lot of times it's a widow or a widower and it's their first time with love again. And <laughs> you know, all this stuff. Very fitting. I'm so, so weird. Like I do not like them after Christmas. I'm like, Nope. Cause Joel's like, do you want to watch some more of those? I'm like, no, I'm done. Like <laughs> Christmas I can't is over. Watch a Christmas movie after Christmas. <laughs> Anyways, we watched a lot of movies. Um, we went ice skating as a family. Nice. Fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, kids, I, you know, you have these beautiful pictures in your head of how wonderful it's going to be. No, uh, -uh it wasn't like that. Like, um, it, Haley has like weak ankles. Like she twists her ankles all the time. So it was hurting her ankles. Hayden didn't really like it. And Peyton was good at it, but he said it was boring. So they lasted like 30 minutes. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, this was an expensive 30 minutes for you guys, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> We still had fun. Um, we looked at lights. Like I had this whole schedule of like what we're doing every day so that we got all the stuff packed in. So it was really, really fun just having this first season together. Um, you know, it was different. Christmas morning was different because Joel was there. Um, but I think it, it was good. I do see this is the second Christmas that I see my oldest. Like I see his grief come out on Christmas morning in a weird way. Like mm. he gets angry and starts picking up all the paper i hate all this paper so his dad used to do that luke would get like super frustrated he didn't like like messes and things all crazy and we i like to leave it like i grew up you just leave the paper for hours it's kind of part of the whole thing and he'd be like no clean this up and so hayden did this last year and he did it this year he just but he get he's like not joking he's kind of angry just get this cleaned up blah, blah 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 and so i talked to him about it later and he's like i don't know why i got so angry i just kind of wish things were the way they were before i'm like that's grief you're going through grief mm. you know and so we we're able to talk about it and identify that you're definitely having grief um so it's just only one little negative it wasn't bad at all um <clears throat> so tons of good stuff i mean it would take forever to talk through every christmas thing we did um but it was really fun um Good news. It's been almost two weeks since I've had a headache. Um, you know, I was having those like that constant headaches. News. So that's exciting. Bad news. It was the day we went ice skating. Um, all of a sudden I hear a ringing in one ear and I was like, what is this? And it just, it didn't go away. So I'm looking it up. 
called tinnitus or some people pronounce it tinnitus, but I like tinnitus better. Anyways, uh, so I'm hearing ringing all through Christmas, all through just in one ear. Um, but then I'm looking it up and like, that's a bad sign when it's in one ear. It can be an underlying cause, blah, blah, blah. I'm getting freaked out. You know, I've had all these health issues for two months now. It was like Halloween when I had the first headache. So um, long story short, I was able to get into like a last minute primary care doctor. And at that point, he just told me, he's like, yeah, it just happens sometimes, which is true. I think it's, I can't remember how many people it affects, but so many people get tinnitus, it's the ringing in ear and you just have to live with it. And I was like, okay. But then he's like, you should get your hearing tested. And I'm like, yeah, but it takes months to get in. And I called the next day and they're like, yeah, it was like February 15th that they could get me in. And they're like, or we have an opening today at three. And I'm like, yes, I will take that one. And it was at the place where Luke used to get all of his chemo. Actually, I remember the last time I was there with him was three weeks before he died. He got a pick line, no, a port, a port put in um, so that he would, or was it a pick line? Whichever one, they were planning it for his medicine that he wouldn't be able to like take, like swallow medicine anymore. So they were getting mm, it pick ready. Line. Pick line, I think. Yeah, because he had a port a long time ago for chemo. And then this was a pick line. Anyways, um, so I was very like, I had gone there the day before with Joel and I was like, I'm fine. And then when I went by myself the next day, I just, I was crying a lot. It was just so much just being around there. But actually God reminded me of some really cool things. I remember writing in my journal, which I later wrote in my book. Um, while Luke was getting a scan, I was sitting outside and there were like birds flying above. And I was reminded of the verse about look at the, the birds of the air, see how I care for them. How much more do I care for you? And I was I remembering remember that, that story. Yeah. And I was remembering that the day that I went with Joel and telling him about the story. And then there were birds flying over right then. And then I'm coming back the next day. I was actually on the phone with my best friend, Deborah, and telling her I'm going to this appointment. And then I'm like, and there's the birds again. They were there again. And then, and then this is crazy. When I got home, I opened my Bible app. It usually goes to the home screen. I have no idea how. It was on the verse. Look at the birds of the air. Like I was like, oh my gosh, wow. I think that's trying to tell me something not to worry. And there's part of the verse that says like, who by worrying can add a single day to your life? Like, yep. you know, I've been worried about all these things. And anyways, when I go to the appointment, I've never had a hearing test. I do recommend it for everybody just so you like know where you're at. And, um, I think I'm doing really good. And then she's like, well, you have sudden hearing loss in your left ear. That's why you're hearing tonight. And I'm like, what? And then I like, it was like the feeling of when, you know, it's totally different, but the feeling of being diagnosed with something and I was alone and I was like, what? But then there's good news. So it's only like 10, she said 10 to 15. She showed me the chart. She's like, your hearing's still excellent. Like it's above normal, but it's 10 to 15 decibels le less than your right ear. And if your ears are off, it's not like, I was thinking it was like eyes. It's totally different. If your ears are off, then there's something like you probably had sudden hearing loss. I mean, they don't, I've never had a test before, but it looks like, I mean, it all coincides with the ringing in your ears that causes when you have a sudden hearing loss, it causes ringing in your ears because your mm. ears are trying to like compensate for the sound. Somehow it causes this ringing. And she's like, but the good news is um, it's a lot of times it's temporary and we caught it within the window. So this is where I'm like thanking God for opening this door. So I was supposed to get in February 15th. If I had gotten in, then I would have missed the window. So within the first four weeks of the hearing loss, they can give you, what's it called? Predazone, Predazone. something like that. That's it. They can give you that, which I wasn't excited about, but I need 
any hope. <laughs> they can give it to you. And most of the times it will help your hearing go back. I just read a study that said 85% of the time your hearing comes back. And so that was the good news that I was like, okay. Cause the day before the doctor's like, nope, you're going to, you just, you, you just have tinnitus. Like nothing you can do about it. But now I know why it's caused. I mean, we don't know why the sudden hearing loss is caused. Like she said, we just, we don't know. Only 1% of the time is it something um, like a benign tumor, but I already had a CT scan, so I know I don't have a tumor, so hallelujah. <laughs> um, but anyways, so I started the medicine yesterday. I don't hear any difference um, yet, but it's only day two. I have a lot of hope that it's going to go away. And in the meantime, I'm just praying and like, okay, God, like help me live with this. And I'm like listening to different sounds and just trying to focus on other things. But it's definitely been a trying time, like very much with all these health issues. Like I've never been the one going through them. Um, so it's been difficult. I do. I already had an MRI scheduled for January. So um they would have scheduled one anyways with this just to see what's going on. But it's only 1% of the time that it's like anything bad. So hopefully, I, you know, it's probably, I don't know if it's connected to everything else I've been going through, but it's definitely been a difficult time. I like cried for two days straight, like just, you know, Joel's being so nice and I'm like, this isn't who you're married. I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. But he really helps me. Like, you're not alone. I'm here, you know, just like, we're going to get through this and just very, very comforting. Mm, that's but, awesome. You know, so that's something we can definitely... <clears throat> be praying for that my hearing is completely restored yes. and I'm thankful that it's such a little loss. Cause as I'm reading about this, a lot of people have like 30 decibels or more loss. And so I'm thankful that it's just a tiny bit. I'm hopeful for recovery. And anyways, so that's been the hard part of what's been going on, but um, you know, it's just more time to talk to God and pray and like, okay, I trust you. I don't understand this. Like I've never had health issues. So trusting God with my own health issues is difficult. And I think it's hard when you've been through like a loss where God doesn't heal someone. Right. And yeah. So you've I seen really, the dark side of it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm honestly, I'm struggling. I think it's good to be real with our audience. Like I struggle sometimes with like, how does God decide who to heal? Like, God, you're good. You're good. But why don't you, I mean, I know he, I think it's just getting back to that eternal perspective. He does mm. heal them, <laughs> but like, you know, just like how God works out everything for good. But just right now, especially today, thinking about Luke and his birthday and like, how is this good for my kids that their dad's not here, you know? And like, God, like, like you're like a, like a dad who loves his kids and you can heal. Why don't you, you know? And I'm just, well, interestingly, there. his definition of good might be different than true. ours. That's true. Know? And as we know that his ways are above our ways and our thoughts, his thoughts are above yeah. our thoughts. And, um, he sees things that we don't see and understands things that we don't understand. And so, um, you know, that's just how I choose to look at it because we're yeah. not called to understand. We're called to have faith. Um, and so it's, it's normal yeah. to question and to be afraid and all these different things. None of us are perfect, uh, of course. And, um, I think it's very normal for us to question these things um, because we have our understanding and our perspective. So, um, you know, it's just something that we're inclined. It's the only thing we can see is because it's the only thing we know and understand right. is an earthly perspective. We try to have a heavenly perspective, but 
the reality is, you know, it's hard for us to do that when we can only see what we see. So, um, you know, don't beat yourself up about having those thoughts or anything is very normal. Yeah. And just one other thing I wanted to say about, um, the ringing in the ears, because I was like, maybe the point of this is I'll be able to help somebody else. I wanted to tell everybody if you get sudden ring in your ears, go get a hearing test immediately, because if it's caused by hearing loss, you have a window that you can get the medicine to help you. So I'm like, I just want to get that. Like, I never knew that. And I'm so thankful I was in the window. And I was like, well, I couldn't have got in for a few months. She's like, well, if it's sudden hearing loss, we get you in right away. I'm like, but I didn't know I had it. (laughs) Right, right. I just want to tell people if you get a sudden ringing, especially if it's one ear, that's usually a cause like that it's a sudden hearing thing. So anyways, I mean, it's not like debilitating. And I find the less I focus on it, the better. Um, You know, so even if it does stay, I can live with it, but I'm praying it goes away. So anyways, enough about me and all Uh, my stuff. We are all praying that with you. Um, (laughs) Thank you. You know, well, it's just like when you get a rattle in your car, you just got to fix it by turning up the radio louder. Yes. So (laughs) you just got to turn up the radio louder, Michelle. Yes. Anyways, tell me about your Christmas and... Okay. So, well, first of all, okay. So it's so weird that it's 2023 because I know a lot of people in the audience understand this because I've seen memes and gifs about it before. And I think I might even have mentioned it on here before, but like, it still feels like 1990 was 10 years ago. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Like, like it feels, it still feels like it's the year 2000 sometimes. So it's weird to think that it's, that was 23 years ago, almost 24 um 24 for those of you listening so um (laughs) and then you mentioned ice skating and i don't know about you but i cannot think about ice skating without thinking about oh gosh what's her name was it nancy tanya harding and tanya Tanya harding Harding. was in portland the ice skating rink i was at is where she's from tanya harding oh no way i actually saw a documentary about that it was very very interesting um so it was not what i thought that's for sure but um anyways so i just thought of that (laughs) (laughs) the super random so um let's see we did a lot of cool stuff so we went to Sevierville, which is the hometown of dolly parton if i'm remembering that right i'm pretty positive um and we went to this place called the soaky mountains it's like a water Mm -hmm. park but during this time of year, they take the parking lot since obviously nobody's going there for the swimming stuff. And they turn it into like a drive through Christmas music, um, lights and tunnels and all kinds of really cool stuff. So we did that. um, And then we did our Christmas morning together early, uh, because Tina was here visiting. Um, So we did our little Christmas together. And that was super cool, super sweet. And um, we enjoyed that a lot. And then uh, we also went to this place called Anakista, hmm. which is, um, a, hmm, I think it was in Pigeon Forge. I don't remember for sure where it was, but, um, you know, I'm not from around here. So, uh, <laughs> but we went to this place called Anakista. It was super cool. You take a chairlift, um, which wasn't Tina's favorite part. Um, we took a chairlift up to the top of this mountain and there's like this little like village up there and there's like restaurants and shops and roller coasters and a bunch of tree houses and all there's like a, um, a treetop, like rope, um, bridge, like course. And you walk through all these rope bridges we did it at night. So it was all lit up. It was really, really cool. We just had a great time. 
Uh, we took the bus back down so Tina didn't have to take the chairlift. Um, oh, she was funny. she was not she a fan. Like I've, no, and you know, and I guess certain situations because we went to the top of this tree house that was like probably 80, 90 feet in the air and had a part of it. There was a glass floor. You know, I mean, I'm sure it was like one inch thick plexiglass or something. Right. You know, I'm sure it wasn't actually glass, but um, but she got it right out there on that with me and stood on it. So there's certain things that are planes. heights. Like you she guys hates come all to visit planes. and we all go up in little plane. Like, Mm-mm. no, she doesn't want to do that. <laughs> no, no, she does not want to do that. I already told her if, you know, we get to travel someday together that um, don't worry, we can drive everywhere. So she's mm, not a, she's nice not a fan of, of flying. Um, and I, you know, the idea of me being, you know, I've mentioned that yeah, to Joel that I thought being a pilot would be really cool. She's not a fan of that. I was like, what if I was flying? Would you still be scared? You're like, yeah, no, I'm not going up with the plane. (laughs) Oh, that's so fun. I, well, you know, it, it, it's, it's a personality thing. Cause I used to, I used to be really afraid of flying. And then I, I just went in the plane one time and I was like, this is actually really cool. And I've liked Mm -hmm. it ever since. So for me, it's no big deal. And also I'm a snowboarder. So for me, the chairlifts are no big deal. I mean, that's, you can't snowboard without the chairlifts, you know, I've been on really, really big chairlifts. Like we went to um, Mammoth Mountain and Mm -hmm. uh, Big Sky, Montana. And some of those chairlifts are really, really high off the ground at some points. And it's just beautiful to me, but I could see how it'd be scary. Um, Yeah. So anyways, the point of that is we took the bus back down so that, you know, Tina didn't need to be scared and I totally understood. Um, So anyways, we did that. That was super, super cool. Uh, Went to a restaurant while we were up there and had hot chocolate and all kinds of cool stuff. So um, and then what else did we do? We did some other stuff. Um, Can't believe I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Well, the kids and I um, had our Christmas and I made a post about it and it was actually pretty cool because this was our best Christmas in a long time. Mm, Um, There was a lot of loneliness, but the cool thing is it is, I was like having this like deep thought that like, wow, like this is, there's different kinds of loneliness. Um, Sorry. What? (laughs) Baby, I told you I'm podcasting. (laughs) so um anyways so but there's these two different kinds of loneliness where there was a loneliness that i used to have which was not having somebody and you know missing lacy and all the things and just being absolutely by myself um now my loneliness is very different it's just missing someone and that is a very very different feeling i was so grateful for it being that kind of loneliness. Um, and that was super cool. And, um, uh, we went to, we actually just got back from West Virginia, oh, uh, nice. went and visited Tina and that was super cool. Um, we, we stayed, uh, at this, uh, it was close to her house. Um, but I rented this little like cabin at a KOA, oh, a K- KOA camping of yeah. America or something uh-huh. like that. Um, and it was a cute little cabin. It was cool. Um, so we had a really good time. And then uh, that's about it. Um, Tina's coming for another visit. It's just been Yay. awesome getting to like see each other so much more. So that's been a huge blessing. Um, but, you know, I'm sure I'm forgetting like 20 things. You know, I've just been right. working. And actually, I actually had last week off of work. Oh, nice. Because um, I had nobody to watch the kids. 
but they're they're really really cool about it i just want to give matlock tires a shout out they're like shout a real out. cool family place and um oh, the sorry. owner like pulled me aside and just told me that like what i have going on and taking care of my kids is more important than my work and that anything i so need good. that they will like take care of me and um i don't know it's just cool because like i've only been there you know um, almost i think almost two months now and um they're just already trying to like bend over backwards to like help me with anything I need, which is super cool. Like, you know, if the kids are sick or whatever, like, gosh, what a blessing, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've been fixing some cars and, you know, doing that whole thing. But other than that, we're all caught up. So, well, I had like, can I say two more things? I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I talked about, we were going to do this and we did, um, we always do Cinnabon's Christmas morning. We waited till the last minute. They didn't have the packs. It cost $42 for seven cinnamon rolls because I gave some to my parents. Anyways, that's that's not the important part. But don't wait till the last minute to get them. But we, um, on Christmas morning, like I usually would say, like say memory of your dad. But this time I just said, because, you know, Joel was there too. I'm like, everybody share their favorite Christmas memory. And it ended up, we all shared ones about Luke. And then Joel mm. shared one of us. So it was kind of cool, like, you know, doing that. And then um, I don't know if I mentioned it or we were just talking before. I don't think I mentioned it. Today is Joel's, not Joel, Luke. <laughs> Luke's birthday. Um, he would have been 46 today. And um, like, I'm not really Dang, he was a lot either. older than you. I know, right? Because I'm 29 forever. So <laughs> <laughs> way older. But, um, you know, I had a little bit of grief. Not a lot. Just I always look through pictures and post pictures. And I had some tears in my eyes. And I was looking at them and. I made a post and then Joel read it and was like, that's really nice. And um, the kids are actually at their grandparents um, a couple hours away, but they're on their way home right now. And when they get home, we're going to go to Red Robin, which, you know, is Luke's favorite restaurant and um, Haley's favorite. And and then he loved cherry chip cake. Like it started when he was a kid. It's just like this box mix. And Haley's like, I want to make it. I'm like, do you want me to do it? She's like, no, I want to make it. So when they get home, she's going to make the cherry chip cake. And, you know, and it's another one of those places where Joel has given us space um, uh, his son is visiting, so they're going to be out. Actually, they're flying right now because his son is a pilot too. Um, oh, nice! So he's like, we got to go do some takeoffs and landing. So they're doing that right now, and I was like, you don't don't worry about rushing home for dinner because you know we're doing this thing like to celebrate Luke's birthday, and he like totally gives us the space. He's not like, why are you inviting me? You know, like he totally. Yeah, that's awesome. He's a really cool dude. I know, I know, I'm so I know, close. right? I know, yeah, right? He's like, awesome. Like just, he's scored. Yeah. He's a cool guy. Oh, I know. Um. Oh, and he said to tell you hi when he was leaving. He's like, tell Mark, so tell you hi. Joel, <laughs> Joel. Hi, Joel. Yeah, and he's listening. <laughs> hopefully he's listening because he doesn't always listen to every podcast, but um, hopefully he is. Anyways, we have done a 23-minute recap. So, so continuing on with that theme, today's episode is actually a recap of yeah. the year 2023. This is our season two finale. <laughs> finale. We're just kind of rolling with the seasons. Rolling we don't really know homies. what we're doing. Yep. Mm-hmm. We don't really know what we're ever. doing. <laughs> yeah. We're just, you know, we're just, we're just winging learning it. as we go. You know, it's been three and a half. So years. we decided that no. uh, January will be our new season. So that's right. So anyway, so we're just kind of going to go through uh, the episodes we did a little bit, kind of skim over yeah. them and talk about certain things. So the first episode we did of 2023 was called Anything You Feel Is mm, Okay. Totally. Yeah. What I remember about that 
Oh wait, did I just cut you off? No, no, I was <laughs> I was like, so talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, as always, we don't have like every detail planned. We just start talking. So mm-hmm. anything you feel okay, I believe, and you guys can go back and listen to the episodes. Um, we were talking about like literally what the title says, like anything you feel okay. If you're angry, it's okay. If you're sad, it's okay. If it's If you're happy, it's okay. Like don't stuff your feelings. What we feel, we heal. Let yourself feel it. Do you remember anything else? And that's, that and that's if it's, if it's sad, if, if you feel sad, that's yeah. okay. But also if you want to laugh, yeah. if something's funny and you know, because the, a lot of you in the beginning, this is hard for Michelle and I to remember being, you know, three and a half years, whatever it is out. Yeah. Um, that a lot of you either just found us. We get a lot of those emails. Yes. We actually got a really sweet one um, yeah. recently. And uh, so sometimes we forget. And so for those of you in the beginning, I remember the feeling of like, oh my gosh, that was funny. But like, I don't feel like I'm supposed to laugh. And so yeah. just, we just want to remind you guys that anything you feel is okay. And uh, to roll with it. Rolling with the homies. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> okay. You say the next one. Do you have them up All too? All right. I do. And this was our number one listened to episode from 2023. And that would be grief myth number one, time heals. And this is the biggest myth. Like I used to tell people this, like, oh, you know, it'll get better. Time will get better. But I actually learned through grief recovery, which you guys have heard me talk about a million times, that it's not the time that heals. It's what you do with the time. For instance, let's say you have a flat tire and you just stare at it and you're like, come on, (laughs) fill up. If you don't take action, it's never going to fill up. That's a you great gotta, analogy. Like, right? You got to put the thing on and like the the air come. I there's sure there's like a yeah, technical th- term. Th- no, yeah. that was the that was the technical terminology. That's how we say it in the mechanical world. Okay, good. You put the thing on and then the air then like, the you know, flows. does the thing. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, you have to do something about it. And so it's what you do with your time. If you are here listening, you're doing something good with your time because you are trying to get better. If you're um, in counseling, if you're taking grief recovery classes or grief share or like something like that, reading like you, books, reading yeah. books, like you're doing something. And so you will recover, but don't just sit back and think it's going to be better. It's going to be better. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about? I, I think, I think that was great. I covered I it. That's, yeah. I think that's all that needs to be said about that. That's okay, my boast. Okay. Uh, all right. So next one is grief myth. Number two you need to keep busy. So grief counselor, talk to us about this. This is also from the grief recovery book um, that a lot of people do what are called STIRBs, short-term energy relieving behaviors. They're like things to fill their time so that they don't have to think about things. Um, That could be like um, binge watching shows. It could be even things like healthy things like exercising. I mean, there's all kinds of things. Some people turn to alcohol. It's just anything. Are you saying binge watching shows is unhealthy? Not necessarily. All right, good. I'm just making sure. No, I didn't. (laughs) If you're doing it to avoid feeling, Uh, right? So you got to think when you're doing things, why am I doing this? Oh, it's just fun. I love the show. That's different. But like anything you're doing that like stops you from grieving. You know, there, there is a lot that like, I've seen it because I've worked with a lot of people now, the people who stuff it down for years, like it's much harder because they've, they've kept busy. I don't want to think about, I don't want to think about this hurts to think about it. I'm like, I know, but it's the only way through it. Like Mm. can't go around it. Can't go under it. Got to go through it. Like that's the only way through grief. 
I've read that book to and my so, kids several times. Right? Yeah, I knew it as a kindergarten teacher. And it's the same thing with grief. I tell the people that all the time, especially in grief recovery. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I know this hurts and this is really hard. This is the only way for you to recover. You're not going to recover by not talking about it. So um, don't don't just keep busy to not feel the pain. You've got to mm. let yourself feel it for what Yeah, don't run feel. away from it. Don't run away. Okay, let me see what the next one is. We're going kind of fast because we have like 40 to cover. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. 66, you don't have to let go. Hmm. What do you remember about yeah. that one? Well, I remember I really liked that one because, you know, a lot of us have this feeling that like in order to move forward, we don't like to say move on. We like to say mm -hmm. move forward. Um, in order to move forward, you have to like let go of them. That I feel like is kind of a myth too, even though we didn't title it that way. Um, because you don't, you carry these memories forward with you. You you don't have to let go of the love. You don't have to let go of the devotion. You don't have to let go of anything and especially don't have to let go of anything until you're ready. Obviously, mm -hmm. to some degree, um, if you are looking forward to having another relationship someday, or if you know, like we did, that you don't want to be alone for the rest of your life, at some point, there's some things that you do, in a sense, quote unquote, have to let go of. But you never have to let go of the memories. You never have to let go of what that person meant to you. Um, you never have to stop talking about them. If you find a man or woman, whatever is the next chapter of your life, um, and they don't understand and they don't want to hear you're talking about your late spouse, then my opinion is that you're not with the right person. Yeah. Cause you need to be able to remember that person always and talk about them whenever you want, because, uh, they're a very important part of your life. Anything mm -hmm. to add on to that? No, I think you about covered that one. Uh, don't be like Elsa and let it go. <laughs> let it go. No, be like Elsa. She let it go. But we're well, saying you don't have to let go. Oh, wait. Never mind. <laughs> You're right. Don't be like Elsa. <laughs> okay. I got it. Um, <laughs> that was rad. All right. 67. Uh, grief myth number three. You must be strong for others. Mm. That is also from the grief recovery book. Talk about it. Um, it's about like you're like being the pillar for everybody else. And that's something that you have to do as parents. We especially do this. Now there is a difference. We don't want to like be like a crying mess all the time in front of our kids. And it also depends on the age of your kids and stuff like that. But the point of this, when they talk about in the book is like, that's not your job to just be strong for others. Like you can mm. feel the pain, all of the stuff that we just talked about and not you know, have to be always strong. So mm, that's it. I like that. <laughs> and then I should do this next one. Okay. Days away from being married. <laughs> okay. Why don't you share what we talked about? Married and one? widowed. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. This is obviously you, but I cannot okay. wait until that is my reality, but right? it's not right now. Yes, so we'll do an, ep we'll do an episode when that's you. Um, yes. So that looks like it was on March 14th and I got married March 18th. Um, oh, so I believe I just talked about what I was feeling like. Um, I remember that I actually visited Luke's grave a couple days before I got married, which I had no idea and hadn't planned on. It was just one day I was like, I just, I feel like I want to do this and just kind of like shared my emotions that I was like, so when I say talk to Luke, I'm not 
thinking I'm actually talking to him. It's just how I process sometimes at the grave. In fact, today, I thought about going there today because it's his birthday. See if the kids want to go. But I just sometimes just talk about things. And I was like, you know, I'm getting married again. Doesn't mean I love you any less. Um, and I think in this episode, I just really talk about just the, I'd actually love to listen to it again, like the emotions I was feeling at that moment, because I remember feeling a little conflicted, even though I was super, super excited. It was like, whoa, I'm marrying. It just, it made him being gone seem more final, like, because mm-hmm. I'm marrying somebody else. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, there was a lot of great emotions. I was really, really excited about getting married. Of course, yeah. yeah. And you know, as as far as the talking to them thing, we all do that. It's just we're not supposed just to put some clarity yes. on that because yes. we've caught some flack here and there for that. Yes. Uh, you're not supposed to try and contact them. Contact, yes. Like that is the big difference, you know. Like there's, there's, we all like talk to them. Um, as you know, I think it's just a normal part of grief, especially right after they die and stuff. Like I remember looking at Lacey's pictures and like, oh my gosh, like you were just such a great wife and thank you so much. Thank you so much for serving us and for loving us and being so devoted and such a great mother. And, um, I knew I wasn't actually talking to her though. I wasn't actually trying to summon her spirit. Right. Um, That's totally different. That's yes, exactly. So anyways, I just wanted to clarify that. Yeah, Um, no, that's good. Okay, so next one was creating a new life. Mm. Yeah, that was good. Um, I like that, that one. Must I like you because I was on my honeymoon. So says so March twenty second. So can you? Oh yeah. Tell me. What <laughs> I'm here. I'm all, that was great. That was just. <laughs> I don't know what it was. It was just such a great episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, just talking about uh, you know deciding who you are now and things like that and like being the best version of yourself, Mm -hmm. you're creating a new life. And so for me, I believe at that time was I was uh, pursuing real estate, which is a totally new career for me. But just creating a new version of yourself, deciding now Mm. who you want to be. And, you know, getting if you want to get fit, if you want to, if your goal is to lose weight, if your goal is to eat healthier, or, um, you know, whatever, whatever your goal might be, like, this is a good time to rebrand yourself, so to speak. Um, of course, you should always be the same person at your core. Um, you know, a follower of Christ and, and, you know what I mean, like a good hearted person and things like that. But I mean, material things, um, yeah. you know, picking up new hobbies and, you know, getting into running or something that you always wanted to do, maybe taking a photography class or an art class or something that, um, you know, take this opportunity, uh, if you want to call it that, I don't, I mean that in the least offensive way possible, of course, right. this isn't an opportunity we chose, but, no. <laughs> um, everything in life we can look at through a positive lens. And so, um, and I'm a big believer of that. And so, you know, you can choose to look at your situation and create a new life for yourself. And what does that life look like? If you want to be in a relationship again, become the best version of yourself that's going to attract somebody amazing. Don't worry about what they're going to be like. Worry about what you are like. And you're the kind of person that's going to attract that kind of person. So, um, all right. Next one is, this might have been another. I looked at it. It says you did it. Yeah, because I was still on my honeymoon or just coming back. (laughs) Another fantastic episode. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, it's not always rainbows and sunshine. So since I did that episode, what do you think about that? Sorry. Um, 
I don't remember if I actually listened to that one. No, no, just, just I just mean the, the topic title. in general. Yeah. Yeah, that life isn't always great. Like, yeah, I'm guessing that's what you talked about. Um, yeah, just that there, the grief is a real thing and, you know, sadness and that things aren't always positive and happy, you know? Yeah. Um, so just kind of, you know, I was just thinking based off of that title, what you would, what your input would be. Yeah, that, I mean even now like it's not always rainbows and sunshine like i don't think it ever is in life like life can improve a lot you know as god heals mm -hmm. your heart but there's still times like even you know today i had a little grief on luke's birthday um i just got actually just a second ago a text from luke's mom just saying this is a sad day you know there's still grief that happens years later um and that it's not always like Yay. Like, okay. In my case, yay. I'm remarried. Everything is amazing. Yes. There's a lot of great things, but it's not always rainbows and sunshine. Right. Yeah. Hard days. Yeah. Cause it's life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. So, okay. So the next one is for you. Okay. Grief myth. Number four, you need to grieve alone. This is also mm. from the grief recovery method. Um, some people along with trying to be strong for others, they, want to grieve alone. They're afraid to cry in front of other people. Um, I remember you talking about, you don't want to bother people. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, God created us to be in community, but a lot of people go to be alone, um, and grieve alone. And that's not something you have to do. In fact, I right. think it's super helpful, you know, like we found each other and found other people in a, a community where we could talk to people who got it. We weren't grieving alone. Like we found other people who like, Oh, you're in the same place as my journey. Like you get it. I can talk to you about it. Um, you know, and just even people that aren't grieving, like can help you. Like you were not made to do this alone. Like you're made to do this with other people. So don't believe the myth that you need to grieve alone and that you're bothering people. People want to help you most of the time. They just don't know what to do. Yeah. So, don't do what Mark did. No. <laughs> so you don't have to grieve alone. Anything else? I actually just read a post um, from myself uh, from like three years ago. So it was a couple months after Lacey died. Um, and I, I said in there specifically that I know a lot of you want to help me. Um, it's really hard for me to ask for help and said that um, I'm afraid that when all of this is over, if I lean on you guys, that I'm not going to have any friends left. And wow. uh, I remember that was like a very real feeling that I was like, if I really tell you guys what I need and what I'm going through and I bring this darkness to you, you're, I'm not going to have any friends because nobody's going to want to hang out with me anymore mm -hmm. if I tell you what's in my heart, you know. Um, I was wrong. Mm -hmm. People can handle it. Um, you know, yeah. I feel like people can handle a certain amount of it. Yeah. You know, but uh, you can kind of tell. You can get a good reading if people yeah. are, you know, over it. Um, okay, this next one, the next two are recommendations. This first one was a recommendation from my mother-in-law. Uh, the second mm. one is was a recommendation from Tina. Yeah. Um, so the first one, grief is not a competition. Mm. You remember yes. doing that one? Yes. Like the people who like you're talking about your grief and then they have to one up it. Like, yes. Well, that happened to me and this happened. Or yes. Like, like, oh, you know, even us thinking like the death of a spouse is worth. Okay. Just, just hear me out is worse than the death of a pet. Okay. Just hear me out because I learned this in grief recovery. Yes, it is like. It's not a competition there. 
like to that person, that might be all they have. And they mm -hmm. may feel that same depth of the grief. Like I didn't really mm -hmm. realize this until I went through grief recovery. And actually like someone came to my grief recovery about the death of a pet. And at first I was like, mm, but then it was so many underlying things. Like it right. wasn't just that. And so there's no competition. Um, yes, there are certain things that cause your life to change more. Okay. Losing a spouse causes your life to change more than losing a pet. Um, but in like the way that person is feeling may be the same. If that is their everything, they have no kids, they have no, like they may feel that depth of that. Mm, yes. And so grief is not a competition about like, well, my grief is worse than it's all grief. Grief is grief. Pain is pain. Yes, but that being said, if somebody is telling you about oh. the loss of their spouse, you I should know. not say, I no, know no, how no. you feel. I lost my right. cat or whatever. Yes. Like, yes. Because then no, also you're making that. it a competition by saying that, you know? True. Um, um, and it, and it's going to be really hard for somebody who just lost their husband or wife to hear you talking about your cat or dog. It's not that your grief isn't real. And I know we're not mm -hmm. talking to anybody, but you know what I mean? Right. I'm just kind and of generalizing that's, but that's, that's so hard to like, even begin to like, understand, like I lost right. the mother of my kids. Right. I understand that losing a pet is hard, um, right. but it's, it's, you know, they're not to be compared. No, we shouldn't <laughs> um, be comparing them at all. Yes. Just but side... that goes back to it not being a competition. Right. Side that note. supports that. So, um, Linnea on our episode with her recently, she shared about, um, like a situation that happened to her on the way home from the grief retreat, how there was a lady who was like, I get it. Like I'm divorced, you know, we're all part of the same club to her and her friend who were coming home from the winter retreat, but it got worse than that. She shared, and I, I think it's fine to share because she shared it on her Facebook about, um, a person who said to her, like found out she was widowed and then was like, oh, like I'm divorced. I actually wish I was widowed instead. And just like, don't say that. Like, yeah. you don't wish someone was dead. Like, right. ever, ever. I understand being angry, you know, um, especially if you've been betrayed or something like that. A lot of us know what that feels like. Um, but yeah, you don't tell somebody that. It's it's just, I don't know. We're all human. We all make mistakes. We all say stupid things from time to time. But if you can have that knowledge in advance before you say it to somebody, don't. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, exactly. okay. And then the next one, this was, uh, the Tina suggestion yeah. was the grief butterfly effect or just the butterfly effect in general. That yes. is a really cool concept. I really it like is. that. And my main, um, thing that I go to on that was, well, first of all, me moving to Tennessee and how many, how many butterfly effects that has had, but, um, you know, probably my main one not probably. I mean, my main one is like remembering back to you sitting there trying to convince me to do this <laughs> podcast. And I was right? like, no, Michelle, stop <laughs> asking me. I don't want to do it. And then finally, I felt God speaking to me about it. And then I was like, okay, if she asks me one more time, and I said that <laughs> thinking that there was no way you were going to ask me again, because oh, I was very I adamant that, that I didn't want to do it. And I was like, all right, God, if she asks me again, I'll say yes. And I remember you asked me one more time and I was like, okay. And you're like, oh my gosh, really? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And so, um, but because of that, not only have we been able to help a lot of people, which praise God, I thought the reason I didn't want to do it, I'm like, nobody cares. Nobody's going to listen to us, you know, but not only to me, to my heart, that's something so personal and, um, 
just makes me just filled with so much love and feel feeling so loved by God that we were helping Tina through her mm. grief before I even knew her. Wow. And That's then now about. we're in love, you know, yeah. and like through this podcast, I met the woman that I was praying for. That's and amazing. it's just like amazing. And God's just, it's just his hand in things. It's just like, oh, it's so incredible. It's like, why were you putting that on my heart so much? Oh, okay. Because <laughs> you wanted crazy. us to do work for you for this community of hurting people right. and pointing people to him in their right. grief. Um, but, you know, I had this like gift of meeting Tina through this podcast, like yeah. would not have met her. The only reason I met her is because of this podcast. Like, that's crazy. We lived on other sides of the country. Well, and then I happened to move four and a half hours away from her. I know. You know? But let's let's go back even further. If I hadn't have joined Young and Widowed with Children, yeah. and I hadn't have seen your post, and God didn't talk to me in church and say, reach out to that guy and tell him what I told you about being chosen. Like, we wouldn't be here. Like, all those stuff had to happen. Cray cray. Yep. And I remember joining that group because I was so desperate because Lacey was like two days away from dying. And I just needed somebody to understood. And I remember joining that group. And I remember when they accepted me, I just made this big old post that I'm about to yeah. lose my wife. I'm about to lose my bride. I've watched her suffer and all this stuff. And I just, I don't have anybody to talk to that understands. And just the outpouring of people like we're praying for you and we're so sorry you're here and blah, blah, blah. And and then, yeah, I met, I met you through that group. And then here we are doing this podcast. That's like, it's just crazy. I mean, Wait, let's we, go back we... even further. Like, I don't even think you know this part. So the reason I found the group, um, I decided to sell my house, but I wasn't quite, wasn't quite there. I was just starting to meet with a realtor or I knew a realtor who was a widow. And she told me there were Facebook groups. I never even thought to look for a Facebook group and either she sent me the link directly for this one or to some, somehow I found it because I had the thoughts of selling my house. Like that's crazy. Mm. Like, <laughs> or if somebody didn't or, name that group young and widowed with children, right. I wouldn't have joined it. Right. It was, was because 29. of the name of the group because you were 29. <laughs> Dang. I've been 29 for a minute. So anyways, sorry, we're going to run out of well, time. We yeah, might have to make one, this part two. If we don't might keep going. have to, let's just see how far we get. Cause this one, yeah. Butterfly effect. That's crazy. When you start. So thanks Tina. It. Great episode. I think we can skip Mother's Day. We did an episode Why? for Mother's so Day. Good. It was oh, just well, go ahead. Talk. Yeah. It was my episode. Um, oh, I just sorry. Talked about being prepared, um, having a plan, just kind of like with all the holidays, like need to um, know that it's going to be difficult. Yeah, I don't remember exactly, but when it comes to Mother's Day, go listen to that one again. That That's what I was thinking. That's yeah. the only reason I was thinking that I was like, well, it's not really Mother's Day right now. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, Let's and on. then this was a... Oh, no. Sorry. Oh, oh okay. Um, now and then, right? Oh, that was just us now. talking about. Yeah. Yes. Michelle and Mark. Oh, sorry. Mark and Michelle talk about what life was like when they first became widowed. And now nearly three years later, they share tools and strategies that have helped them along the way. Yeah. So, so there's just, that one. No. Go back to that one. <laughs> and it will tell you strategies. Oh, I think I did 76. Yep. Um, okay can I recover from grief? So this is right when mm. I was learning all like really getting into grief recovery. And I didn't know if you could before, but I actually do believe I've seen it many, many times. Yes, we will always miss the person, but we can recover from that heartbreaking, like awful grief. So 
if you've listened a lot, you've heard this before. I'm going to say it again. I learned it from grief recovery. So it's like you're born with a backpack. Every time you have a loss, there's a rock put into it. And then when something big happens, like a death of a spouse, you have a boulder put into it. And then you could like have one little thing happen and you're like, I can't function. It's because you need to like take out the rocks. And so that's what we're doing. Grief recovery is we're helping to take out the losses in your life and to be able to move forward. We complete like unresolved grief um, by completing the action of saying things that never were said or we felt were never heard. And anyways, I believe that's really good. Yeah. There's actually, um, evidence, it's evidence-based that people can recover from grief with grief recovery. Shout out to grief recovery. Reach out to me if you want to know more about it. It's an amazing program that's helped so many people. So that's, and you do it. I do. I'm, right. I'm, I am a grief recovery specialist. So Boom. I always put a link in the descriptions. If you want to learn more, book a call with me and we'll discuss like how this could work for you. Boom. Boom. I love okay. it. Let's okay. See. Morning to dancing. Uh, it sounds like it's just me. Michelle shares how God changed her morning into dancing. So for me, that's a literal thing. <laughs> like, cause I love <laughs> dancing and I think I've just had this. So like several times when music turns on and I'm dancing and I'm like, God, you have totally changed my morning to dancing. Mm-hmm. Like just talking about being this place of like total despair to where I'm really happy. Um, and I got this question. I, I can't remember if I sent it on to you. I think I said I would send it. To, I don't know if I ever did. So we'll talk about it. Um, a friend that I met at the grief retreat, who's also a podcast listener said, do you think you and Mark, like both like individually, like would still be saying that you're happy? It was after a recent episode. I got to find mm. that. Would still be happy even if you didn't find someone else to love. Like, I want to know, mm. is that the reason? And I said, no, because God had already healed my heart was like healing it before Joel. Yeah. Yeah. You can listen back to before we met Tina and Joel. Yeah. So that's why we were still doing Forrest Gump quotes. Yes. We were still doing, (laughs) I'm going to find that exact question here. Um, I I don't remember if I ever sent that on to you, but I was like, I'm sure that Mark would say the same thing. I Um, feel like I do remember reading that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you just told me about it. I think it was a text, but Um, I can answer that and say, yes, I am, um, inclined to be a happy, positive person. Um, and so, yes, I was very, very happy. There were, of course, there was a lot of, um, heartbreak in my heart and heartache. And I felt really lonely and things like that. But like my kids wouldn't have described me as a sad person. Right. We had fun. We laughed. We played. We played games. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I had, I'd say I had more moments of feeling uh, very alone and yeah. the overwhelming loneliness, you know? It's the episode about um, life getting better. Life will be good again. Cause she's saying, can you both say with confidence that life will be good again? And I wrote, yes, I can say with confidence that even if I wasn't with Joel, my life would be good again. I know this because my life was good before him. I had moved into a new house, worked on a new career, started line dancing and figuring out who I was again. Yes. He 100% enhances my life and makes it even better. And I'm so very thankful for him, but I believe my life would still be good without him. I'll ask Mark too. Allow me to say ditto minus the uh, line dancing. Um, (laughs) I have, I have, uh, you know, I think the Lord turned my morning into a good meal. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I was just trying to think of something else that I like (laughs) because it's not dancing. 
Yeah. I mean, you know, I boogie from time to time, you know, <laughs> I, I pop lock and things like that. No, Drop. Just <laughs> um, <laughs> so, all right. Next was. Mm. Uh... Oh, this is one that I interviewed. I don't think you were part of this one. Um, it was widowed suicidal thoughts and finding reasons to live again. Right. I remember Cindy watching Smith. that Great. one. Great great episode you know she talked about a topic that's not talked about very much about suicidal thoughts it was actually i think right before her husband died mm. um but just it's it's a powerful episode um and like just basically how she learned to live again so i would definitely uh go back to that episode and listen to that I, that was a good one i remember you know i it's so i hate saying that it was a good episode when it's like, you know what I mean? Like when yeah. it's somebody who's like sharing their tragedy, I just mean it's insightful yeah. yes. and you can relate. So, yes. um, yeah, anyways. Okay. So next up, uh, therapy for your widowed soul. What did we talk about that? I don't even know. We discussed <laughs> things. Go <laughs> ahead. Done to help them. Um, that's basically, this is before I had like the fancy AI descriptions. So it's like a couple words. So Why'd you just tattle on yourself? <laughs> oh, I mean, I really got better at writing the descriptions recently, <laughs> but, um, so, so I'm not sure. Yeah. Go back and listen. <laughs> go back and listen and let us know. We, we talk about things that we have done to help us through our widowed journey. Perfect. Okay. And then okay. This one, that's a video. Video. Okay. That's when I was learning oh, how to do videos. So skip I'm all wait. We did that twice. No, no, I know. Uh, I get it. I get it. Okay. Okay. This is another one I did. Like, where were you? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> For a lot of these. If you listen, it'll say where I was, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, I usually do. In this episode. Okay. So widowed with three young children with special guest, Trisha Thyre. This was a really, really good one. Um, she shares the story. I'm just basically reading it for her husband's life, death, and how she survived with three young children. Uh, so I met her because she interviewed me for Hope for Widows, and then I interviewed her, and she had a really powerful mm. story um, just of, like, living life again. She also wrote a journal. Oh, I wish I had the name. I think it's called Thrive, and she donated them, a whole bunch of them, for our Widows Retreat. So thank you oh, so much for cool. Trisha for doing that, and you can check out that journal on Amazon. Um, it's a great, like we gave it to all the participants and it's like a journal for widows. It's pretty cool. Oh, so. that's so nice. Thanks, Trisha. Oh, what a blessing. Yeah. That's super sweet. Okay. Uh, next, uh, I remember I was part of this one. Yes. Um, my husband saw heaven with special guest, mm. Kim Lancaster, that another great episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like how she talked about how he had actually seen it and like came back and like shared heaven with her. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was awesome. Yeah. Go listen to it. Go listen um, if you to haven't. the whole story. And then, right. uh, no, you know, no offense to anybody else, but the next one is one of my, uh, favorite people that I've met through yes. here, Rob Langer. Yes, um, awesome. Yeah, I just really we're we're buddies. Um, mm -hmm. So, uh, widowers episode, um, a story of hope with special mm -hmm. guest Rob Langer. Great, really great good. guy. Yeah, he has a very um, inspirational story about his beautiful wife Kathy. Um, yes, they had a great, great love story, and um, I've just enjoyed getting to know him. He's just yeah. a really funny guy. He's He's like. Fun. Yeah, he, I love when he he'll like send me messages randomly after like an episode. Like, so remember nice. when I was like, oh, gosh, I don't remember how I got it wrong, whether it was whether the song I was singing was Journey. And then he messaged me to say it was Foreigner or it was Foreigner. And he said it was Journey, something like that. But um, 
he also told me recently that um, because uh, I switched over to the iPhone that I went to the dark oh, yeah. side. <laughs> oh, he said, no, he went to the light side. Like, he was He's like, also... I can't believe you're such a traitor. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, he, he cracks me up. Inspiration um, for the last episode. What yeah. grieving people wish you knew at Christmas? Well, that was the name of the article he shared, and some like what we wish you knew at Christmas. So he, yes, um, that was another episode he was involved in because I saw his post and was able to share it. So thanks, Rob. Thanks for being such a good fan and friend. Yeah, um, cool, really, really nice guy. Go listen to his episode number eighty-two if you haven't heard it. Um, yes, it's great. So, uh, oh, and I then man, the we were one. on a yeah, we were on a roll. We're on a guest roll. A guest roll. Yes, guest. So this is. <laughs> Um, six months widowed and feeling God's peace with special guest, Kristen Lattis. Um, and actually we've been playing phone tag, so I need to talk Did we to say that soon. right? Was Lattis, is that how you say maybe it? Maybe Lattis, Lattis. I thought Lattis. it was Latas. Okay. I don't know. Kristen, I'm just, sorry. you know, that's um, okay. People is, say my last name wrong all the time. How do they say Massaro wrong? Like Massaro? Massaro or Massaro. <laughs> yeah. Those are the two, Massaro. the two, or they roll the R's really hard. Massaro. Oh, I used to get all the time batter for Vader. I'm like, it's not like, look at rhymes with Vader. Yes, that's always tell people. Okay, anyways, um, so I remember it was like she'd only been widowed six months, but she had a lot of wow. like really good um, perspective to share, and it's a great story. So check it out. All right, we're rolling through these. Another guest. Widowed by suicide with special guest Kimberly Coland. Mm. So she also wasn't married. She was married four months, I think, when her husband died by suicide. And so it's a pretty powerful story. Another topic that's not talked about a lot. That's a whole other category. Um, that's I don't fully like understand because I didn't go through it. Um, right. I've worked with several widows now who have um, their husbands have died by suicide and it's a whole, like there's a whole extra emotions that come with that, you know? Absolutely. And so if this is how you were widowed, I highly recommend listening to this episode because it's somebody who gets it. Yeah. And it's just, it's one of those things like we've talked about before that we lost our spouses to cancer. Mm -hmm. So you know, somebody like Tina who lost her husband in an instant, um, that we could, there's a lot of things that we can't even relate to with her, but yeah, I feel like suicide is this category all to itself. Um, that's just, uh, uh, it's just terrible, such a tragedy. Um, so anyways, yeah, go listen to that if you relate to that, or if you just want to hear about it. Um, what's next, uh, don't tie guilt to your grief. Mm -hmm. We both did that one. Mm, yes. I thought that was really good um, yes. because a lot of people do tie guilt in with their grief. And, you know, did he did he know that I loved him? And, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Or, or had I not have done this, would he have died? And I think I shared, right. I think that was the episode where I shared uh, somebody I talked to a long, long time ago, way before we started this podcast, a widow that um, she went to the grocery store and she forgot to get a couple things and she asked her husband yeah. if he would go back and get butter or something like so simple whatever it was and uh he said yeah sure i'll take the kids and on the way the husband got in a car accident and this woman lost her husband and her two kids all of them died and mm. like gosh how do you tell somebody in that situation not to feel guilty but That's you so can't hard. 
but like I remember the she told me this whole story and there was one sentence that shocked me the most is she said what if I hadn't have forgotten the butter mm. and I was just like oh my gosh like how do you I mean she's gonna have that question for the rest of her life you know what if I didn't yeah. forget the butter? What if I just remembered the butter? And it was like, oh my gosh. Uh, and whatever the thing was, I'm making up butter. I don't remember what it was, but right. point remains. Uh, maybe it was milk or whatever. But um, okay, so next up, go ahead. Oh, hold on one second. Oh, a super fan. One of our super fans, 86. Oh, married and widowed in four months with special guest Julia. Is it Gillette or Gillette? It was Gillette. Gillette, I think. I think of the razors okay. and We've that's We've known Gillette. her for for years yes the beginning and yes just she has a powerful story too um you know she'd only been married four months like i I know i remember and she had just moved right she moved to was it wisconsin alone i think so yeah that that was crazy uh she opens up about her early struggle she had grief of losing her mother and how it resurfaced Mm. when she met dylan Anyways, just it's a powerful story. So I yes. love all the guest episodes. Like they're I know. so good, so good. It makes me like we need more guests. Like let's get some more guests. It's been be a while. our guest. Be our guest. Be our I guest. can never remember the rest. Put our service to the test. There Tie a napkin round your chest. <laughs> da, 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 da. Okay, that's da, it. Da, 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 da. All right, what's next? Oh, I did this one with Michelle okay. Lacroix. Uh, no, Michelle Crail. Anyways, this is someone I met through another podcast. Um, It's how to deal with trauma. So this was really powerful. And I recently talked to her because I was a guest on her podcast a couple weeks ago. Mm. Um, And she just has such great advice. That was when I talked to her about seeing this homeless man on the side of the road who was dying and like how it like I was totally panicked and it's like all this stuff happened and she said i was dealing with ptsd and like how your body is trying to like associate where you're at and like she just really made sense of a lot of things and so definitely listen to this one because she has like that licensed counselor um you know uh perspective on everything that we don't have and so i would highly recommend listening to this one yeah you guys got your work cut out for you if you haven't listened to all these yeah we just put the content out all you got to do is go listen to it (laughs) yes um we did the next one together widowed quickly with special guest wendy robel or rubble which side note i just saw she announced she's engaged oh no way congratulations wendy and at that time i think she had just started dating someone again or Mm. i don't know but she's talking about she's super excited she's engaged so i'm very happy that's awesome yes that's great she lost her husband to cancer yep uh, they had stage only, four liver cancer. I think they hadn't been very married very long either. Very married. Uh, very married. They weren't. <laughs> you hadn't been. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um. So, anyways, that's another great episode. So, take a listen. Self care for widows. Oh, this was the oh, kayak this episode. This is a fun uh, <laughs> paddleboarding. This or was paddle a fun boarding. one. Um, where I was like meeting Stacy, you know, who's been on several episodes. You know, and she works on widow goals with me. She was our retreat coordinator. She's one of my good friends. Anyways, we were going um, paddleboarding, and I was surprised that the quality turned out so good. It was good. Talk about ways to like take care of yourself as a widow. So, um, we even talked about nails. We talked about an app. I'm looking at all like notes. Um, So it's kind of fun for like a more fun, different kind of episode. So there's that one. Eighty nine. 
I just say shave, get your hair cut, this for men. Yeah. And smell good. There you go. <laughs> you know, no, if you have movie? questions about cologne, hit me up. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm an the expert. Three, the three sh shave, show up, and oh, what is it? Okay, so it's in the movie Hop. We watch that every Easter since the kids were little. And okay. the guy's trying to get a job, and the sister's like, it's just the three shh. You shave, you show up, and something else. I don't know. Anyways, I don't remember. I don't remember the third. Okay. Oh, something bad. Yeah. Well, just the way I heard it growing up. Okay. Okay. So next one in ninety-one, right? No, ninety. How to handle the wooden days? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. Just talking about like this would like today would have been Luke's forty-sixth birthday, and like the. You know, we would have been doing like I think I was talking. Yes, that was right after my would be twenty year anniversary. Yes, and so I just kind of like talked through some of that and like how to prepare for it, and just I think we just talk about how to handle those days. Yep, that about sums that up. Yeah, I'm trying to go fast because we've been we're all just speeding through them now. I know. Yeah, we're get, we're getting close. Um, okay, now ninety one, right? Yes. Your spouse died. Now what? So this is for, um, I know it sounds funny, but this is, uh, early <laughs> sorry, days. I just saw a little yeah. note. This is for the early day, but I just saw a little note that said they may even sing or attempt to sing some nineties songs. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yes, that, that is an episode for somebody that is in the beginning. We've made quite a few of those along the way, some older ones. Um, so yeah, if, yeah. if you're new in the journey and you have not listened to episode 91 yet, Go ahead and do that, man. We did a lot in a year. I know it's crazy. So then we have um, this was a great another one too. great guy, yeah. A widower's story, love, loss, and eternal perspective with special guest David Harity. Harity, that's I've, right. And you like knew him for a while, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, he actually, him and I have been Facebook friends for a while, and have messaged back and forth quite a bit. Another really good guy. Good. He's become a good friend of mine. Uh, he has gotten remarried and um, mm -hmm. just seems so happy and I'm so happy for him. They just seem really in love. And uh, his wife also friended me, which is cool. Yeah. Um, so that's a great episode. He's a really good guy. Yeah. Um, oh, these are always fun. <laughs> Go ahead. 93 clues, <laughs> clueless things people say as if. <laughs> yes. So it's just, we've done a couple episodes, pretty much dumb things people say, but we, we were yes. a little nicer. But this um, one we themed around the movie Clueless. Yes, we did like <laughs> um, some common phrases like God need another angel too. You'll find someone else. Um, we talk about like, don't compare like, oh, I'm divorced. Same as widow. Just people, things that people say and then how to like give them grace. And yeah, yeah. Because we not... always try to point back to the positive. Yes. That was the episode we were rolling with the homies and we were keeping it real. <laughs> yes, definitely. Okay, 94. How, How to make you? purpose out of your pain. Mm. In this heartfelt and uplifting conversation, <laughs> Michelle Bader Ebersole and Mark Massaro <laughs> share their experiences of finding purpose through pain. Mm -hmm. They discuss the power of reaching out to others, even while grieving, mm. and how it can lead to healing for both the giver and the receiver. And then yes. it goes on. This is apparently when I you started just... using AI. <laughs> what? Well, I just got better at writing. So I think we just talk about like letting God use what you've been through to help other people. Yes. In yes. different ways. You know, we did the podcast, but it can be much simpler things too. Just reaching out to a new widow or, 
you know, just looking for ways. Serving somebody. Serving somebody. Um, Letting him make purpose. Like God doesn't waste anything. Like you've been through this. Let there be a reason. Like we don't Mm. always know ultimately like the reason, but look for opportunities for how your pain can help someone else. Absolutely. Uh, Next episode, 95. Widowed and rising again. I don't know if you were on this one. I believe I was. Oh, okay. Yes. Angela Heights. um, Incredible story of how she met George. That's right. Yes. I love that story. If you want to hear a really sweet love story, go listen to that one. The ice skating rink. Yes. Yes. That Uh, was an awesome story. I think it was, was it an ice skating rink. I I'm thought it was a right roller rollers roller skating rink, wasn't it? Well, hey, I thought it was ice skating. So. Well, <laughs> well, we'll go with that. I thought well, it was I, roller skating. I think it actually I could was. Be wrong. But AI once in a while gets I, things wrong. So either way, it was a great love story. It was a great story. Yes. Um, okay, ninety six. Oh, I, this was mine. Um, what life was like six weeks after my husband died. I actually pulled an episode from, um, my other podcast and the peace cast. And it is so raw. Like it makes me cry when I hear it. Like I cry through the whole thing. But the point of this is I wanted to show how much different life is now that I Mm. was where a lot of our listeners are. And so people did, um, tell me that it, it helped them to see, you know, where, where they were, where I was and, you know, yeah. Relate, relate well, to it's that. like they can see a timeline of what our lives used to look like and do look like now. I yeah. even have that with episode one. Um, yeah. You know, with our with our podcast, and yeah. you know, like that, I can go back and be like, "Wow, things were so different." You know. Yes. Um, okay, ninety seven. Hope for the brokenhearted. I think we just wanted to um, express. Yeah. Uh, what things like we were just talking about what things were like for us in the beginning and what they're like now and we wanted to give people hope that things get better yep um with time yes just kidding well and (laughs) actions time and actions together yes yes i I was i was going full circle Um, we talk about um the significance of seeking counseling and plugging into supportive community we encourage listeners to take steps towards healing provide resources anyway i'm kind of reading from the mm -hmm. ai (laughs) We can honor the past while embracing the present. We talk about that. Um, discovering hope and faith. We share our experiences of feeling overwhelmed by grief and how turning to God provides strength to endure. They mm. discuss the importance of relying on faith during dark times and finding solace in scriptures. Absolutely. Praise God. Yes. Okay. Yes. This next one was fun. Um, oh, yeah. And it's pretty, it it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Um, how widows and widowers can stay one step ahead of scammers. Yes. Uh, you are a target for scammers. If you don't know uh-huh. that yet, it's probably because you haven't been scammed yet. So yep. um, we're go like listen to that episode. On Widow Too Soon Facebook page, like when I go and I see someone's like commented on every single person's, I usually go yes. and look at it and it's like um, a doctor, or a bodybuilder or like something. Yeah, I've blocked they, a bunch and, of those dudes. Yeah, me too. And they're like brand new. Like they're not real. They're scammers. So yeah, Oh yeah. Yeah. They're, and they're usually, uh, they come in the form of big buff doctors or, <laughs> yeah. or, uh, Navy seals. Uh-huh. And, uh, and, and that you'll see that they, you know, respond to like several people. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, oh, now we did a, a very, very cool episode with a really cool guy. Episode yes. 99, go ahead. What it's like to be married to a widow with special guest Joel Ebersole. I, I had really, a lot of fun on that one. Yeah, it was really cool just getting his input on things and just um, him talking about how he gives a space for things. And I did have a negative comment from this one. This lady reached out to me and said, you can't be married and be a widow. Like you should, yeah, that should not be wrong. the title. You know, we already talked about that before, but yeah. But it, it's a great one to get the perspective of someone who is married to someone who was a widow and like what Absolutely. that's like. And of course, I think it's amazing because I think Joel did a great job. And you did a I great job asking too. him questions. Like that was really good. It's what I do. It's what I do. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. The 100th points. episode. We did that one live. Yes. And oh yeah, that one's just saying we're doing, and then that one is our live episode. So yes. we just went over like frequently asked questions and engage with the audience. Yeah, so go back and yeah. listen to that one. It's kind of fun. Maybe we'll do another one of those. Episodes. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Take it easy. The well, signing you didn't me like, up for live episodes. You did not like <laughs> no. the live one. No, it's okay. I, I just uh, it just makes me nervous for some reason. Yeah. Well. You know, it's okay. Push past that and do another yeah, one. Yeah, we'll, we'll will we? Okay. At two hundred. Uh, now the next one was uh, so, whoever thought of this episode was really uh, clever. That was your title. Oh, and that's I think right. That was just you. Was that just you? No, I don't. Oh, was it? Oh, it just says in I, this episode, Mark. I just was super us. proud of the title. Episode one hundred and one, widowed one hundred and one, analyzing. Oh yeah, you anger. totally did this one. I remember listening. Okay. To For some reason, I wasn't there. So. Shares about his anger and talks about different strategies that you can use to control it. Um, yeah, I don't think I used AI for that one. No, <laughs> it's pretty self-explanatory. So that's so know. okay. Number one hundred two because we're oh. almost caught up here, right? Navigating grief during holidays. We've talked about this on several episodes. It's just ba basically, and I'm not going to go all into it. We just had the holidays, but how to be prepared for the holidays? Blah blah blah. So. When's the holidays? Listen to that. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, okay. 103. Oh, Where do we gosh. fit in now? Oh, yeah. Because that was um, inspired by a listener's email who was saying, where do I fit in now? Like, I don't fit mm -hmm. in with my married friends. I don't fit in with my, my other friends. You know, just like, where do I fit in? And we talked about, like, you can have a new sense of normal. Um and just, uh, I don't remember exactly what we talked about, but where do we fit in? But it was good. It was good. It's funny because as we get closer to the more recent ones, I'm having a harder time remembering. Them. I know, but we just did them. It shouldn't be that hard. It's like a month ago. And then you did this one. So go ahead. Let's see. Hold 104. on. 104. Oh, yes. That was the one I was just talking about. Um, and this is actually one of the most shared and listened to recent episodes. And um, I didn't I didn't tell you this yet. She shared it in, there's a page called very young and widowed and oh, wow. i think if you're in your 20s which she is um and she shared it and then it was so cool because someone in that group reached out to her and said because of you i don't feel as alone like shared it with oh, her and wow. so there's a lot of listens because she shared it in another widow's group and it really reached out to a lot of people so it's Go a back very to the powerful, butterfly effect yes it's a very powerful story it was a very sudden death um she was very young i think 26 when it happened um, and just how she was able to get her life back. And um, that's a powerful episode. I highly recommend it. Word. Uh, 105, Navigating Widowhood, Discovering Your New Normal. 
Um, so oh, we yeah. talked about uh, the depths of loneliness, the unexpected challenges of blending past memories with mm. new experiences, and the delicate balance between remembering <laughs> and moving forward. Listeners will find solace and solidarity. Yes. Wait, listen to this part. Woven throughout the episode are lighthearted moments from mishaps while driving to shared meals, reminding us <laughs> that joy and humor can coexist with grief. AI creeps me out. Mark candidly opens up about the fragility of life and his own <laughs> battles with depression and PTSD while Michelle reflects on the anchoring role of her faith. That just makes you sound so much better than me. <laughs> yeah, that was the point. <laughs> well, it's all straight up. It's all while Michelle reflects on the anchoring role of her faith. That's funny. I didn't realize Mark that. has depression and PTSD and Michelle leaned on her faith. That's funny. Okay, and then episode 106. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you did this one. It. Go ahead. Oh, this is just the last one right before Christmas. What we wish our friends and family knew at Christmas. I basically read an article and talked about the things we wish we knew. And when it's close to Christmas and you want to share that, go back to that episode. And boom, drop the mic. That is how many? 43 episodes? We, what do we say we started at? Something like that. We started at 43. 60. Yeah, this is 44 cents. 44 we of the did. year. We almost this did a full year. We almost we did didn't skip. We, did, we missed, what, eight weeks? Episodes. Yeah. That's great. Let's let's give us a What can I applause. say except you're welcome? You're welcome. <laughs> I always I like especially when the movie came out, I still do it with my kids. Like if they don't say thank you, I'll go, "You're welcome." Mm. <laughs> and then they'll go, "Thank you." And then Joel told me recently he's like, "They're almost this is he's he says adults as adults. He's like, "They're almost grown adults. Let them say thank you on their own." <laughs> well, it's like when I sneeze and I'm like, "Bless you, daddy. Thanks." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, bless you. Yes. Anyways. So anyways, all right. Celebrate good times. Come on. Come on. Which, side note, that is the song that Joel and I walked out of our wedding to. Oh, um, nice. And you took off times. an airplane. Um, well, not we yet. did another year of this podcast. Another year. It's crazy. I know. That is crazy. We started. I know, right? Yeah. May 4th, 2021. So, May the fourth be with you. That's why I remember it. So it's about two and a half years that this wow. podcast has been going. And wow. Like 80 right countries, forty yeah. over 45,000 listens. And That's I thought insane. nobody would care. Right? And just the emails. Yeah. Keep the emails coming. Even if we don't yes. respond all the time, like know that we get them. It means a lot to us. Um, it helps us to know that we are making a difference. You yes. know, so many of you have told us how it's helped you through your first few weeks and months of being widowed and that some of you like binge listen and like, it's just crazy. Like when you really, yeah. I feel like this is kind of like the hundredth episode where we were talking about all these things, but just, it's amazing to see what's happened. And I'm excited for 2024, you know, we're going to have more guests. If you'd like to be a guest, I guess I'm saying this early, but we really love to hear more of your stories. It seems like it's been yes. a little, we had one guest recently, but then it had been a while. So we'd mm -hmm. love to hear more of your stories. Um, we're going to have more resources coming to you in 2024. We're going to talk about that. If you have ideas of things you want us to talk about. Oh, I'm still going to get a poll out there on Facebook. I forgot to do that. Um, so give us something to talk about. <laughs> a little widow discussion to talk about. <laughs> Anyways. Oh. So, uh, and then obviously we wouldn't have this podcast. We wouldn't still be doing this if it wasn't for you guys. So right. thank you so much for listening, for faithfully yeah. listening, for reaching out, for showing us support and 
um, you know, praying for us when you think about it and all of that stuff. We really appreciate you guys as well. Um, in the audience. So thank you. Yeah, you know what? Super sweet. I just want to share this too. Like just another positive thing. It's not about the podcast per se, but it's like what I do with grief recovery and like reaching out to people. So I had posted the happy birthday thing this morning and one of my friends, grief recovery people, like I know her through this widow journey. Um, she wrote happy heavenly birthday, Luke. We've never met, but your beautiful Michelle has helped me to manage the grief and the loss of my own husband, Ryan. I'm sure you were very proud of her. She is an inspiration. Wow. That's like, awesome. That is so sweet. You know, and then I I've shared, um, about another listener who told me she had a vision of her husband meeting Luke in heaven and mm. thanking him for like just saying, you know, how much I'd helped his wife or yeah, how much your wife has helped my wife. And just All like, right. there's so many beautiful stories like that. And we really appreciate you sharing them. And, you know, cause we didn't know when we started this, like what would happen and um, it's continued to grow. And I think it's, it's at a good place. Like, you know, there's, you know, a lot of listeners all over yeah. in all different age ranges. You know, and it's, uh, that reminded me of something that I wanted to share that I had the other day. Um, like I said, we visited West Virginia. We went to um, Tina's neck of the woods and I had this really cool moment, but it made me like really emotional. And I started like, I had to like hold it back because mm. I was getting choked up, but I was, um, I was putting in some blinds for her. And, um, you know, like hanging new blinds yeah. around, around her house. She wanted to put new blinds in. And um, while I was screwing something in, um, I just had this vision of her husband, like shaking my hand and saying, thanks wow. for taking care of my wife. Wow. And even as I say it right now, it makes me all emotional it's because um, I'm, I'm proud to take care of his wife. And mm -hmm. um, it was just this moment of like, whoa. Like, I don't know. It was really neat. So I just wanted to share that, but, um, that is powerful. So anyways, I will, uh, pray for us. Okay. Sounds good. Um, Lord, I'd just like to thank you so much for what you've done uh, through us with this ministry and, um, pray that if it's your will that you would continue it. Um, and then we collectively as an audience lift up Michelle and, um, are praying for, the, the tinnitus, the ear ringing, uh, the headaches, which thankfully, praise your name, have gone away for now. We pray that they don't come back. We pray for everything that's coming up. Um, I don't remember if Michelle has mentioned it, so I won't, yeah. um, but uh, you have, okay. Um, so like the MRI <laughs> and different things coming up, Lord, we pray for that. We pray for good results. Um, we pray that she is in that high percentage of people that fully recover. And um, we just like to ask for you to lay your hands on her and remove all the fear um, and to, uh, you know, just help her through this season that she's going through. Um, we thank you for Joel also for being such a great mm -hmm. husband and so supportive. Um, that's just wonderful. You've been such a faithful God to us. And I pray for everybody listening, Lord, that you would place your hand on their shoulders um, and just help us all through this, this season of life, Lord. And, um, it's because of you that we do this. And so we praise your name. We honor you and thank you as in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. You guys know, say it for one more time in 2023. Well, 2024, when you listen, but if you liked this podcast, give it a little. Had to do a special one for the year end. Nice. On Apple podcast, Spotify, make sure that you are subscribed. So you never miss an episode. Um, and we won't have to recap them. 
Yeah. <laughs> but we just did like cliff notes today. Yes, it was like major yes. cliff notes. But hopefully it um, inspired you to want to go back and listen to some of them you have not What heard. is the AI for this one going to be like? I don't know. That'll be real interesting. Yes. Mark and Michelle yeah. discuss AI and how yeah. awesome it is. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, um, like we said before, if you'd like to be a guest, there is a form you can fill out in the show notes. We would love to hear from you. Um, it's just so good to get other people's stories. So, and all the yes. other stuff, join our widow community, widow too soon on Facebook. We're on Instagram, all the places we have the biggest presence on Facebook. Um, so that'd be the place you really want to find us. And, uh, I think that's it. Um, oh, I always like to say this too. You know, we are part of the nonprofit widow goals. And if you've been touched by this episode and you want to give back, there is a link, um, for a tax free giving. Um, I think that's it now. And donate to an awesome ministry. Donate, it really helps yes. people out. Thank you. Yeah. That it, this has been amazing to be part of and happy new year. When you hear this, it's going to be 24. Crazy, 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 crazy. We're going to party like it's 1999, right? It's crazy. Like I literally remember that year and I, I have the glasses. I have pictures of this say 2000. We didn't know Y2K, like everything's going to crash. <laughs> No, I mean, no I was like water available five because I'm 29. I was like five. Right. So. Yeah. But I remember that and it's crazy, you know, just crazy how time flies and here yep, we are just in, keeps on going in 24. I mean, I just think it's crazy too, just because both of our spouses died in 2020. Like now it's about mm -hmm. to be 2024. Like how did that yep. happen? Yep. Like that's, whoa. Yeah. Anyways, we've rambled on for quite a long time, so we will let you go. And yep. uh, we will talk to you next time. Have a great day. God bless you. Thank you.